I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. It's out on the fan BT out six. So, did Aaron Rodgers have anything to say uh, interestingly on the McAfee show? I mean, it's the end of the season. By the way, when do these things stop? Here, here's what I'm going to say about the Rodgers stuff, and I'm just telling you the truth about how I feel about it. I don't give a crap what Aaron Rodgers or anybody else says if it has nothing to do with sports. I don't want to hear about it. What I want to see is Rodgers get his ass healthy and get on the football field next year. Matter of fact, I don't even want to see that here. I want the Jets to fire everybody, starting with the worst head coach in the NFL, whose name is Robert Sala. And here's what my challenge to you. We'll do a little midday challenge here at 11 o'clock. I challenge you to call me and name a worse head coach right now in the NFL than Robert Sala. 877-337-6666. The midday challenge. Challenge me. Give me the worst head coach or a worse head coach than Robert Sala in the NFL. So here's what I want. The Jets to fire Douglas, fire Sala, Tell Rodgers, thanks, but we're moving on. See you later. Let him go be somebody else's problem because I've had enough. I've had enough. I don't even care about the list, what he said about the list of Jimmy Campbell. It has nothing to do with sports. What I care about is the New York Jets getting back or uh, back. I mean, geez, back from. I I care about the New York Jets being a respectable football team. And it's not going to happen under the current structure when Aaron Rodgers is dictating everything. It's unacceptable. It needs to stop. First thing I would do, in the because the Jets aren't going to do what I said, because why would they ever do that? Why, why would they ever do the right thing for a change? So what they're going to do is double down. Right? They're going to double down, bring everybody back. They already said everybody's back because they think magically that Aaron Rodgers at the age of 40, coming off a season-ending injury, is all of a sudden going to find the fountain of youth and his MVP form with Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> I mean, come on. You... Odds are that's not going to – hate to break it to you, Jeff fans. Not going to happen. You know it deep down. That's why you're angry at me because I say the truth and you don't want to hear the truth. The reality is it's not going to work. It didn't – they took their best shot this year. It didn't work. Change course. Audible. Get up to the line of scrimmage and call an audible. And instead you got Aaron Rodgers going on the McAfee show every week again, even though he hasn't taken a snap since week one, four snaps. And he's going on there running his mouth, getting himself in hot water, getting – McAfee in hot water, bringing 
unneeded attention to him and negative attention at that to him and the organization. Now, as I've said many times before, I don't care what his political views are, what his vaccination status is, what he does in the darkness, who he dates, what family members he talks to. What I care about is the hardware, the MVP trophies, the Super Bowl trophy. That's what I wanted here with the Jets. That's what I want to see Rodgers deliver. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Things happen. It didn't work out. But to double down on a 40-year-old quarterback who has been nothing but a damn headache, nothing but a headache since he's been here, all the talk, all the hype, all the offseason stuff, the hard knocks, the Broadway shows, all the nonsense bullcrap. I'm coming back from an injury that I've, that nobody's ever come back from before. Yeah, okay, Aaron. Look, as much as I'm rooting for you and as much as I like you and respect you, we all knew that. Uh, I shouldn't say we all knew, but most of us level-headed, logical, reasonable human beings knew there was no way you were getting on the football field with that torn Achilles. No way. And guess what? It didn't happen. So I don't care what science you're doing, what operation, what documentary you got. It didn't work. You didn't play. We were right. You were wrong. And now, again, whether he said it in jest, and I don't even know about this list. Like, I understand, obviously, the severity of it and what happened. But th- this is sports. We're talking about sports. Why is Rodgers even getting involved in this stuff and nip it in the bud? It's not about what he said. It's about that he's going on this show. Why? Every week. Why? Now, personally, it's been great because it gives us content. But from a sports fan's perspective, enough. From an organization's perspective, enough. The owner is doubling down on a GM who has failed them. Yes, he's been better than the other inept GMs that shouldn't even gotten the jobs. McCagnin and Idzik. But he has failed them. Make no mistake about it, Joe Douglas has failed the Jets. The facts are there. This is not my opinion. These are facts. Look at their record. It stinks for years. So the owner's doubling down on a GM who has failed them. A head coach who has admitted, and by the way, more of the blame on the failing of Zach Wilson is on Joe Douglas. That's like the number one reason he failed them. You can talk about Dalvin Cook and the offensive line and you know, Alan Lazard, whatever, like all those little moves, that that add up too. But he's failed them mainly because of the drafting of Zach Wilson and then the developing of Zach Wilson, throwing him to the wolves without any real plan. Hey, go get him, kid. Yeah, that's a good idea. For that kid in this town with that team. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. You know what I'm going to do? Extend this guy. So Douglas should be gone. Then Robert Sala, the worst head coach in the league. Find me a worse head coach than Robert Sala. Jordan in Yorktown. Find me a worse head coach than Robert Sala. Sal, I had a lot of fun making this phone call because as a Falcons fan, you know the clear answer. It is not Arthur Smith, and thank you for the call, Jordan. Wrong, wrong. Look at the records. Look at their records. It is not Arthur Smith. He runs circles around Robert Sala as a head coach. So back to the point here. Douglas, no good. Sala, worst head coach in the league, runs it. Does he, he doesn't even know what he's saying week in, week out. Texting with Beningo about things. Then Not even saying like, oh, you know what? Joe was wrong for outing me. No, I love Joe. He loves Joe. He loves Zach Wilson. Hey, you can walk up to Sala and spin his face and he'd be like, you know what? Merry Christmas. Uh, nice man. Don't get me wrong. Nice guy. Like, I'd actually like to hang out with him. Now I'd be like, bro. 
you know how to coach? What are you doing here? But he's a nice guy. Can you pass the ketchup, please? Oh, you're a horrible head coach. Nice guy, nice phrases, crows, geese, ducks, whatever. Can't coach. The worst head coach. 0 for 1 so far. Arthur Smith is better. Not saying there are a lot of great ones, but I'm saying there's nobody worse. Look at the records. Staley might have been the only choice. He's out. They fired him. That's the point. Even some who got fired are better. Frank Reich, better. Challenge still on. I want to find a worse head coach than Robert Sala. Justin is in Queens. Justin? Ciao. Ron Rivera, Matt Eberflus, no, not no, even close. No, it, what no, do you mean? Not, no, what do you mean? No, no, no Justin, no, no, what do you mean no, not even no, close? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Hold on a second. No, Matt Eberflus no, is stop, winning games. Stop, Matt Eberflus is stop, winning stop, games. Stop. stop. Yeah, come on, Sal. Knock it off. They, they no, were knock one off. Ron Rivera. They, Ron Rivera's been in playoff games before. They almost fired him midseason. Ron Rivera almost got fired twice. What are you Almost got fired. Justin, look at Ron Rivera's record. I can't even entertain you, Ron Rivera. And I knew that name would come up. You don't think I do my homework? Ron Rivera was a coach with the Panthers. They had success. Ron Rivera runs circles around Robert Sala. Runs circles around him as a head coach. Matt Eberflus, yes, may have been a name that you'd bring up four or five weeks ago. Not anymore. Look at what the Bears are doing now. All of a sudden, Eberflus may keep his job. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I'm saying he's better than Sala. When has Robert Sala ever had the run that Matt Eberflus is going on here with Chicago? They've got seven wins. They've got seven wins. They were left for dead earlier in the year. People talking about the worst team in the league. They've righted the ship. Come on. Eberflus is better. Rivera, not even close. Not even close. Anyway, we didn't even get to the good part yet. The challenge has interrupted the monologue. Douglas, Sala, Rodgers. Now, you're keeping, you're doubling down. I already gave you the examples of Douglas and Sala, of uh, like how you could possibly double down on these guys. I just have no idea. I, it makes no sense. And now Aaron Rodgers. A guy who, even when he was healthy last year with the Packers, came up short. Now, let me preface this by saying I love Aaron Rodgers as a player. Don't know him as a person. I actually respect him for being himself. He's comfortable with who he is, doesn't give a crap about what I think, what you think, and I that's commendable. I respect that. I love that about him, as a matter of fact. I think it's a perfect attitude to have in life. Now, he says some wacky things maybe I don't agree with. doesn't matter. He's him, and that's what you should be, you. But even when he was playing with the Packers, they came up short last time we saw him. Still the right move for the Jets to go get him. It didn't work out. He got hurt. He's in his 40s. He's coming off an, a season where he didn't play. He didn't play at all this year. Four snaps. That's it. He took four more snaps in the NFL this year than you or I. As you get older, and unfortunately, I'm going through this myself. I wake up, my back hurts, my knees hurt, I can't walk up the stairs. I'm 44. What the hell's going on here? I remember my father saying, don't ever get old. And I was like, yeah, okay, Dad, whatever. I can't lift things anymore. I'm trying to move my, I'm asking my wife, Jesus, can you help me out here? I'm about to fall down the stairs carrying a shelf up there. Like at 40, your body just does not work. Now, some things still work, but other things do not. Luckily, I don't have a problem in that area. Although I am married with a kid. It's like, 
Do I even need this anymore? But a lot of things don't work the way that they used to. So Ed, what do you think? At 40 years old, after not playing a full year, he's going to come back and light it up to be an MVP in this Nathaniel Hackett-led offense with no offensive line, by the way? Oh, but I got the answer for you. Devontae Adams. Yeah, that's what they need. Good luck getting the ball to him down the field when you can't block. Not to mention the fact that all Aaron Rodgers has done has bring attention to this team. That's it. He made the Jets the it team. They went from the shh you know, team to the it team. But then four snaps, they once again became the, you know, team. But he's brought attention, not because of anything he's done on the field, which is what we care about. I don't care what he says. I care what he does. And I'm begging him to do something. However, if I'm the owner... With all those facts I just gave you, Douglas and his missteps, Sala being the worst head coach in the league, the worst head coach in the NFL, period. Rodgers running things, saying that he believes in this hierarchy. I'd like to counter and say, based on what? You believe in them based on what exactly? What have they done that makes you believe in them? The answer is, well, they let me run the show. That's what the answer is. Now, he's not going to say that, but that's what the answer is. Because there is no other answer. There is no reason to believe in Joe Douglas or Robert Sala. They've been here for years, and they've won nothing. It's been a disaster. I've seen other teams with less talent have significant injuries, too, and do a lot more with it. So it's not just an excuse that, oh, well, if Rodgers didn't go down, we would be a playoff team. If Aaron didn't go. And then you think that this, and by the way, the defense is overrated as we've gone into. You think that this overrated defense with the worst head coach in the NFL, with the general manager who's made misstep after misstep, you think that them coming back is going to build a team around Aaron Rodgers next year, that even if he does stay healthy and even if he does regain some form, I expect him to be better than whatever the Jets trotted out there this year, sure, but it doesn't mean he's going to be what he once was, and that's what the hope is. You're all in this for a Super Bowl. Rodgers ain't in anymore. It's over. Not to mention the running of the mouth and bringing the negative attention to the team. Wipe my hands with it if I'm the owner. You know what? This was the final nail in the coffin. You're out, you're out, and you, you, you're definitely out. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What do we got? Hoff, what do we got? A little breaking news? Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Your boy, Andy Martino. Uh-oh. Is this good or bad? Mets made a signing. It's not, it's not going to be good. I think it's great. The best center fielder, defensive center fielder to play in New York is back. Harrison Bader to the Mets. Really? One-year deal, I think about 10 mil. Wow. I think it's brilliant. I'm he- actually intrigued by this. Dude, hometown guy. I like it. They needed an outfielder. 
You could push Nimmo to left field. Harrison Bader, when healthy, can is he, the best is defensive he, best defensive center fielder in the league. No, no, no I'd rather have Kiermaier. But, mm. you know, Bader's a gamer. Postseason acumen. Done it in New York. Can he leave that stupid mouthpiece wherever he was last? Like, I don't want that mouthpiece moving around out there. It's part of his shtick. He's going to look weird in, in our, like, truth be told, he's going to look weird in orange and blue as opposed to the pinstripes. Like, he looked like a Yankee to me. I think Bader was a good Yankee. I know it didn't work out at the end. He's a good player. I like the de- Mets needed this. See, now what they could do is have Bader in center and move Nimmo's ass to left. I don't care if he doesn't like it or not. Hey, you know what? You got your money. You're moving to left field. I was in a bad mood with the Jets. I'm in a good mood now. The Mets just upgraded. We talked yesterday about how they needed Hey, BT, they still done nothing. The Mets keep spending money, and the Yankees haven't spent a dollar, a penny. And the Mets just got Harrison Bader. Gamer. Can I can I just say this though too? Like how many more former Yankees do we need? You know? Yeah, about, about Gabriel Ruby. Right, like the one former <laughs> the the only former Yankee I want next I would take Montgomery, not gonna lie. But I want one big former Yankee. Soto. Soto. That's the one. King Cohen and Stearns, if you're going to go out there and pluck Mendoza, if you're going to pluck Severino, if you're going to pluck Harrison Bader, you better pay it off with the big one. Soto. I like it. I actually think it's a good move for the Mets. You're right. Good defense. Now, Kiermaier is better defensively in center field, and Bader's got his flaws, obviously. You know, he's not going to light it up offensively, but the Mets are valuing defense. They have a now real – I'm assuming he's going to start in center field every day. What, what's the deal, Hoff? One-year deal? It's just a one-year deal for 10.5. I'm not sure if he's going to start. I mean, even if he's, he's going to start. No, he's even gonna... if he's a fourth outfielder. No, 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 no. He's going to start. So that, But that's – now, I'm going to warn Mets fans here. This is the move for the outfield. They're not, they're, they're not going to go out there and get another outfielder. Marte, who's back playing winter ball, he's going to be in right field. This is your outfield for the New York Mets opening day 2024. Marte in right, Bader in center, Nimmo in left. You know what? Take it. Take it. And they got some depth behind it. Take it. Now we need a DH. (laughs) Now we need a DH. J.D. Martinez, baby. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't want Martinez, but you know what? Whatever. I'm not going to – here's what I'll, I'll say about Martinez. If the Mets do sign him, my prediction would be that he will be a bust. However, I could certainly understand. Like Jim Duquette, I was talking with him about this yesterday at SNY. He loves him. He thinks he's going to be a great signing. So I could understand why you'd go after him. But I would rather have Solaire than him. But Bader to the Mets. King Cohen has delivered. All right. And bow down to the King. King Cohen. Maybe not the sexiest of moves, but a smart move. Solidifying the defense in center field, moving Nimmo two positions with one move. All hail King Cohen. We'll get back to your calls on the other side. BT and say, he can, BT better go back, man. I go off the rails without him. I'm, I'm having fun. Nobody here to keep me under. Oh, I'm loving this. It feels like the overnight, but only people can hear me now. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. BT is out sick. Hopefully, he'll be back tomorrow. We'll get to your calls. Rogers, Knicks, Harrison Bader to the Mets. Whatever you want to discuss on the other side at 877-337-6666.